Fun Factory.com has partnered with Locker Room Talk and Shots. So when you use my special code, SELS20, you get 20% off your Fun Factory purchase. Just head to us.funfactory.com and use my code, SELS20, at checkout for 20% off sex toys, lube, massage oils, and more. Cheers. <laughs> Do the sex. Hi, this is Annette Benedetti, your hostess for Locker Room Talk and Shots, the podcast that likes to think of itself as the queer NPR of raunchy women's sex talk. You are about to sit in on the kind of conversations women have on their girls' nights out or behind closed doors while enjoying delicious drinks and dishing about sex. Think fun, honest, and feminist as fuck, and always with the goal of fighting the patriarchy one female orgasm at a time. Welcome to the locker room. Today's locker room talk topic is unicorns and couples. Three isn't always a crowd. <laughs> and today I have a guest with me, a new guest. Liberty has joined me and you may have heard me talk about her in our last podcast, which was talk dirty to me and the one before it, which was pegging the patriarchy. Um, Liberty sent us some questions to ask on the podcast, and we are really lucky to have her here with us today. So I am going to let Liberty take a moment to introduce herself to us. Okay. Thank you for having me. Uh, my name is Liberty. I am an artist. Um, I'm a mom of three. I am single. Um, and I was living a normal, quote unquote, normal monogamous, uh, lifestyle, um, and in a marriage for about 18 years, um, and left that in 2017 had a midlife awakening and haven't looked back. <laughs> Yay. I'm just going to like, they don't even know what we're drinking, but let's okay, do a let's cheers, cheers to that. Cheers to that. Woo. That's right. All right. So, well, then let's tell them what the drink for the day is. So the drink for this podcast was called the unicorn. And if you get online, and look up unicorn shots and cocktails, there's like so many of them. And I picked a gin version and I brought it home and tested it out prior to Liberty coming. Thank God, because it was awful. So I have made adjustments and we're going to do yet another locker room talk special version of uh, the unicorn. It is a gin based drink and we will have the recipe for you at for you on our website at lockerroomtalkpodcast.com. Um, it's okay, right? Liberty? Yeah, no, it's delicious. Um, it's lemony and a little raspberry in there. Mm -hmm. uh, it's not too tart, not too sweet. And this, I'm on my second one. <laughs> So I'm going to have plenty to say today. <laughs> Yay. So, um, I think we're ready to go. Yeah. So let's talk about sex. Okay. Let's talk about sex. Let's talk Cheers. about threesomes, threesomes and unicorn sex. Mm. I wanted to start this off by, I looked up 
and you already know this because I looked it up and read it to her. We had a little chat ahead of time. Um, the definition of a unicorn, because I think some people might still think it's a mythical creature with a horn on its head. We are not talking about that kind of a unicorn today. We are talking about a sexual unicorn is simply a third party that engages in group sex with usually heterosexual couples. They have been dubbed unicorns because of how hard it is to find them. I think we should start with maybe the first problematic uh, aspect of that definition. Right. And and that was, we looked, we looked furiously for like five seconds before the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And, but that was the common um, definition. Definition, Yeah. Was for heterosexual couples, which might not always be true. I mean, it's absolute, I'm pretty queer and I can tell you right now, it's It's just not true. true. I think it's an outdated definition. For sure. I mean, I'm going to make up my own definition. I think it's a third party. Yes. That is willing or not even willing, eager. Mm -hmm. And maybe my case and yours. Yes. To join an existing couple in a relationship. Right. Um, and that couple could be made up of whoever, two right. men, two women, a woman and a man, a non-binary and a trans, who knows? Yeah. yeah. Right. And that woman, if it's a woman and a man, it could be a queer woman and a queer man. Yes. It could be a straight man and a bi woman. Right. Just a couple, mm-hmm. a couple of humans that want a third human. Yes. To bang. That's right. That's right. Right. To bang. Um, so to be clear, mm-hmm. Liberty, you have been a unicorn. I have been a unicorn. Um, though when I first talked to you and I was like, Hey, do you want to do this podcast, uh, about being a unicorn? You first said, I don't think I was a unicorn. Why was that? Interesting. Well, um, I guess because I'm, uh, I guess cause I don't, I didn't see myself as a unicorn. Um, I guess probably I have my own false like image of what a unicorn might look like. I'm going to just what, tell, what does it look like? I don't, I figure it looks like some, like something in a porn that I, <laughs> <laughs> I like porn. Yes. And just so I can give our guests a visual of me, I'm five, nine. Um, I'm sort of proportioned, but you know, I've got some extra fluff here and there very proportioned. from being a mom of three, I guess I don't, I don't consider myself like this, um, super duper sexy a porn star, porn star. You need to listen to our porn episode. Oh, I can't, I want to be, I want to be, I want to be, on, you want to be a porn star. I do. I want to be on make love, not porn. Okay. Well, that's a whole nother episode. Talk about that later, but we are going to talk about <laughs> that later. Um, yeah. So yeah, the word unicorn kind of, um, yeah, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't sure. And I think I initially, when I went, I went looking for couples, I wanted more than just sex. You wanted a relationship. Yes. Uh, so 
Can a unicorn want a relationship? This is a good question. See, I feel like the term is thrown around irresponsibly. I agree. Uh, So one thing I want to address is there's a lot of negativity um, cast upon couples who are looking for a unicorn. They're called unicorn hunters. And especially in poly uh, groups, but... I would go so far as to say, generally speaking, it's frowned upon. And I am confused by this a little bit because as uh, a non-monogamous uh, prior, you know, my prior, the way I've defined myself for years is as being non-monogamous uh, bisexual woman, I was like, fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. How awesome would that be to have um, a couple who I liked to join and have fun with. Right. Right. Um, so let's quickly like run through that and then get to good stuff. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I do think that oftentimes, uh, couples can be because it is hard, I think to find, um, unicorns, um, that they use underhanded methods. In my case, uh, a woman will match with me, mm-hmm. not saying she has a man until we're like engaged in hot and heavy sexting. Please see our last podcast. Talk mm-hmm. dirty to me. And then suddenly it's like, Oh, right. She slips in the boyfriend. Right. And that seems very underhanded. Um, and, and I've had that also happen with men. Interesting. Yeah. I, um, Mine have been up front and forward. Um, I think, I think this isn't just my, one of my thought processes on all of this is I think it's important to, to define or realize or talk about sex being play. Okay. And so when, if you're a couple looking for a unicorn, I think it's important up front to, be explicit about what you are looking for. Are you looking to play, which is fun, but it still requires kindness and respect, respect and consent and, and, and consideration, yeah. um, that, that the, the person that you're inviting is a human being with feelings and all of that. Um, or, and also if, if you're looking for more than just play, um, to say that as well. So right. like more of more time, more of a relationship. Right. And I think when I first went into it, I thought I wanted, or I did want more, um, or I wasn't, I wasn't yet defining, um, sex as play. So I didn't like, I didn't really even know that term. Right. Um, and now I just see it more clearly. Right. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I think we have to have a whole podcast mm-hmm. on sex as play because yeah. I will be honest with you, that term used to bother me, mm. but we'll get to that later. I want to get to the good stuff, which okay. is you decided to go looking for a couple. We'll be right back. 
My code SELS20 is your key to kicking off the sexiest new year ever had when you use it at funfactory.com. Enjoy 20% off Fun Factory's luxury products, including vibrators, cock rings, lube, and more when you use my code SELS20. Check out the Vim vibrating wand. Yes, the one featured on this podcast thumbnail. Grab the nose vibrating cock ring and experience more simultaneous orgasms in 2024. And don't forget Get to check out their rabbit style vibes. I'm talking about the Lady Bai for toe curling blended O's all year long. Just fill your cart and use code SELS20 at checkout and enjoy 20% off when you shop funfactory.com. Cheers. Uh, I definitely had the fantasy. First was the fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if it's okay, I'm just going to go right into my yeah, stories. But can we have a cheers? Before? Yeah. <laughs> Toast to Bing. sex. Perfect. Mm. And orgasms. Mm. That's what we're actually going for. Absolutely. So um, I'm going to just call them couple A, couple B, couple C. I want to say I don't have ton of experience. I have exactly three couples that I've been with more than one time, um, with several of them. And with my, with couple a, what happened is I met, I was, I am bisexual. I was new, newly bisexual, new to dating women, um, swiping on women, you know, having women on my dating app. And I matched with a woman and separately on a separate dating app, I matched with that woman's boyfriend. Oh, wow. And in her profile pictures, um, oh, I think I matched on him first, been chatting with him. And then when I matched on her, on her profile pictures was a picture of him at the end. And I was like, wait a minute. Hey, I've been chatting with that dude <laughs> for like a couple months. And, and he had never mentioned um, I think he had mentioned that they were open, okay. but not particularly, you know, there was no explicit, like we are looking for a unicorn. Right. And, um, when I realized that they were together, um, and that we'd all matched separately, which was really interesting to me. Um, I was like, wow, maybe this is a sign that I should try this out. So, I, um, we set up a a date for the three of us to go out. Um, I was a little nervous. I mean, I was my very first experience of dating a man and woman who are in a relationship. I will give you a little backstory on them. Mm -hmm. Um, cause I'm sure people want to know who does this, right? Don't people want to know that? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? It, what is the picture Everyone. of... Everyone. Right. You want to know, like, what's their story? Well, their story, um, they're both ex-military. He is a firefighter. She works for the government now. Um, they are just boyfriend-girlfriend. They don't uh, live together. They have children. They each have children. And... Um, they get together when they can, like we all, all single parents do. <laughs> That's right. Um, so we found a time for the three of us to get together, um, had dinner. It was lovely. Uh, I think we went out for sushi, had, um, oh, he doesn't drink. Um, she 
she does, she drinks a little. Um, and then we, uh, he paid for everything. That was really nice. It was like a real date. Nice. Yeah. It was like I mean, a real date. All right. Can we, can we be honest? Mm-hmm. If you're bringing, if you're taking a unicorn out on the date, you better <laughs> damn well treat her to everything. I wasn't sure how it was going to yeah, go. I mean, that's I really, exactly how yeah. it should go. Yeah. And it always did go that way from that point forward when yeah. we did go out. So, um, we went back to his house and chatted and, I could start to feel their kind of like, okay, like, are you staying or are you going? Like, are you in or are you out? And I was still feeling nervous. And then they just said, you know, so do you want to play? Do you want to stay? And do you want to play? And I was like, okay. Like, I didn't know what that meant because this world was new to me completely. And they took me back to the bedroom and there was a poster bed. Of course. Uh, yeah, four poster bed that the blankets, pillows were all like neatly piled, folded and piled in the corner. The bed was just a sheet, like a fitted sheet on the bed. Huh. And at the foot of the bed, there's a big trunk with... <laughs> With a towel laid over. I'm just going to take a drink now. Yeah. A towel laid over the top of the trunk. And I would say laid out on the trunk were probably a dozen or more toys. Of all imaginings, there were um, paddles. There were um, dildos. There were, um, straps for, for binding. Um, there were vibrators. There were, there was every, there were strap-ons. There was everything. And I, I didn't know. (laughs) You guys, this was my first experience. And so, all right, so it was your first experience, but clearly judging by your face, it was also your first experience with those kind of toys. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, like, I have a vibrator. That's about <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to the vibrator. Right? Oh, my no, goodness. Boy. It was like, it was, it was like, um, you know, like going to a, a magical land, actually. I mean, it was like a fantasy. It was like dreamy, right. like a yeah. dream. It was dimly lit. Um, and I almost remember it that way. Uh, the whole experience was like a dream. I was so quickly, I realized, wow, okay, these people are into more than just sex and playing right. and normal, whatever, not normal, but, um, Give me a better word. Vanilla. Yeah. They're, they're not vanilla, obviously. <laughs> nope. And not, not that I'm super vanilla, but I just didn't have the experience. Right. And, um, and so basically I was just devoured from that, from that point forward. I was devoured. I, I was taken into another world by both of them. Um, with all of those toys, uh, at one point I had to 
excuse myself to go to the bathroom. And I, I sat in there wondering, like, could I even go back out there? Like, could I go on? Cause I was exhausted. And I was, ex- I'd had like so many orgasms at that point that I didn't even know if I could go on. Huh. But when I came back out, they had laid out the red velvet and satin blanket. Um, are you familiar with this? I am now I f- familiar with I f- it. I feel like, I feel like this is a good segue. <laughs> so. Oh, is it? Yeah. You might be familiar with it. So. Okay. Go for it. Liberty and I have met before this podcast. We yes. went on a date together. We did. We karaoke I think. Well, yes. you did. I did not. I mean, I want to just apologize for that date. <laughs> I was bad at being at being bisexual. It was- <laughs> we'll be right back. Start the new year off with a bang. My code explores 15 gets you 15% off womanizer.com's famous pleasure air tech sex toys. You know, the clit satisfying sucking sensation that guarantees explosive orgasms. Just go to womanizer.com and check out my personal favorite, the Womanizer Duo 2. Get ready for blended orgasms or the premium two. Womanizer.com has something for you, whether you are seeking clitastic satisfaction, blended orgasms, or explosive G-spot experiences. Just shop womanizer.com and use my code EXPLORES15 at checkout for 15% off. That's 15% off all womanizer.com products with my code EXPLORES15 at checkout. Cheers. We have to co-write an article on being bad at being bisexual. You were not bad at being bisexual. I thought it was a fantastic date. Oh, went, good. I mean, it was fun. It was fun that place. Yes, we should do it again. Okay, we should go to that place. I would love to. Go. I still have not karaoke for the first time. So here, Liberty and I are catching up um, tonight. Ready tonight. And I'm like, Hey, I noticed we have, cause we're going to talk about threesomes. I'm like, we have this shared person, uh, as a, you know, mutual friend. And we're like, Oh, Oh, that's right. Both of us have been in the room with the four. What is it? Poster bed. Yes, that's right. Um, and therefore you are familiar with the red satin and velvet blanket. I mean, I feel like I probably, but I want to hear your story. Cause I'm like, I, it, it's all jumbled. It's all jumbled. Y- you are telling a much clearer story than I. <laughs> so basically Liberty and I have the same unicorn story, except not the same. Right. So we have both been with this couple. We both have. We yeah. just found that yes, out. Just figured this out I tonight. You like is. Fun. Mm-hmm. It is fun. It's very fun, <laughs> and I think it's fun to hear pe- different stories and perspectives of right. the, ex- the experience. <laughs> um, so I figured out quickly that this red satin and velvet blanket was the squirt blanket. Oh, fuck okay. <laughs> yeah, you know that blanket. Oh. I, for our listeners had never squirted prior to this experience. So we have to do a whole podcast. Oh on my squirting God. I have opinions. Holy moly. And they started there. Ew. Interesting. Yeah. So is when I got 
came back out of that bathroom after my, I, I felt like, I, I mean, I think I'd had an edible. So I felt like I was in there for 20 minutes, but I probably wasn't. <laughs> I felt like I took a nap, but I came back out like ready to go again. And they directed me to lay down on the squirt blanket. Mm. Um, and my ankles were bound to my wrists. Oh, that, yeah, no. No? <laughs> no, <Go> girl. <laughs> Yes. So there were some leather straps that, um, were, yeah, tied one. Yeah. Anyway. So I'll imagine, I hate to use that word hog tied, but I can't think of a better word. I mean, it's totally being hot. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So yeah, your, your wrists and your ankles, they're all, they're all hooked together. It's a rude terminology. Right. Um, and then began the process of, the squirting. The because squirt. you weren't, I'm judging mm-hmm. by my memory, it wasn't just you alone in that position. It was you and the other female. Female? Yes. I honestly don't remember where she was. I only remember him fingering the fuck out of me. Uh-huh. I mean, until I, it was that where you're on that, um, the precipice between pleasure and pain and you're not yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. You're not sure what it is. Mm. And then all of a sudden you, there's like a fountain and you're, the whole blanket is like soaking wet. Yeah, I think you're just pissing. Someone. <laughs> I've got opinions about squirting folks. Oh, opinions. My goodness. I, I might have different opinions. I know. I know we, <laughs> well, so Liberty will have to talk okay. about this in the future. Yes. I, I find it. I have, I don't know. I've had good experiences, but mostly I'm like, it just feels like peeing. Like, just don't beat up my. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. It's like someone's beating up my stuff and my stuff. You have three kids. I have three Mm -hmm. kids. My shit's been beat up enough. Right. Like lay the fuck off. It's interesting. I think, um, that's sorry. That's a whole nother story. We'll go there later. (laughs) Right. But, um, anyway, I, I mean, I want to emphasize that this was, that sounds crazy and, but it was actually an amazing experience. Yeah. Like it really, all of it was this. I had never, I had never used a strap on. I had never had one used on me. So that was a first. Yeah. That was really empowering. Here's to the strap. on. Yeah. Um, it was interesting to watch them interact because they're the couple, right? They're the ones that have been together and are together and they're in love. And I think they were or are from my perspective. I mean, that's what it looked like. Um, and I loved my favorite part of this experience is at the end of watching him, Uh, I think we kind of all fell asleep for a while and then she had to leave very early in the morning because she lived like across town and had to beat traffic. And instead of like him just like saying, rolling over and like, bye, which most, most dudes do, he got up. I was watching him fold all of her clothes nicely and put them in a bag get her bag ready while she's getting dressed, walk her all the way to the driveway. This was out kind of out in the country, you guys, like 
it's cold and dark and, yeah. you know, very lovingly and caring. And I loved watching that part. I loved it. Yeah. Um, and then he came back and like talked to me more and it was amazing. And then like wanted me to text her about it. <laughs> oh, it's, it's kind of sweet. Yeah, it was sweet. And her text reply to me said, I share him because I want other women to know that guys like him exist. And it was very sweet. It was very real. Um, And I loved it. I I mean, I loved it. Yeah. And it it did happen more than it. We we did get together more than once. Um, What I realized through that experience is that I'm not as into the culture of BDSM. Right. As they are. Um, so I'm not into the spanking. I mean, I'm into, I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't, don't anybody listening. Don't not spank me (laughs) (laughs) from now on. It's vanilla sex for you. Liberty. Yeah. yeah, No, no, no. But like, I'm not into bruises. I'm not into, um, there is a degree. Yeah. A degree. Yeah. Everybody has their own and not, and not that they weren't okay with, they were fine with whatever I was okay with they weren't pushing me to do anything further, but it made me feel a little bit uncomfortable to not be as into it. Um, and also I was really longing for a more of a relationship. And I quickly realized like, Oh, like we're not all going to go camping together and you know, we're not going to like hang out on Friday night and watch a movie. Like it's not, that's not what this is going to be. And so um, that's kind of what made me move on from that one. Huh? Yeah. So it's kind of interesting to mm-hmm. hear your, like, it, it's a unique experience to have a shared mm, experience. For sure. Yeah. Are you and your, well, yeah, yours is with that couple is very similar to mine, except, uh, I feel like I was less new to everything. So there wasn't the introductory part of it. It was like, I was showing up on the date. I knew what I was getting into. Um, I also think they were very forthright and, um, polite. I, I did not stay the night. Mm. I was just not that kind of girl at that time. Um, but I think, all of the perks that you talk about, like the pleasure part of it, like you're showing up, you're like, I only wanted to be an addition Uh to a partnership at that point. And that really served the purposes for me. I think I also, I mean, can we be honest? The female in that situation as a queer woman, Uh (laughs) it's like, she was really sexy. Um, But there was a boobs. Strong, oh God, love her boobs. Fuck. Yeah, there was a lot to love about mm-hmm. her. Um, and like, I think you'll agree from personality to physicality. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, she was she was pretty amazing and interesting and complex. And the guy was a boon. Um, but it was something to join a couple where they really like were solid in who they were. Yes. Um, which I think as a unicorn, some of the problems that come into place is that when couples are like, Oh, Hey, wouldn't it be fun to have a third? They're not solid. They don't understand 
the complexities. Mm, yes. I think being, that's my next story, right? The best, mm-hmm. the best uh, experience as a unicorn is when the couple is established and the boundaries are clear and what they want is clear. Yes. If there is any gray, it goes sideways. Yep. That is a hundred percent true. All right. So okay. now you are a somewhat you're, experienced. You're divergenized. You're yes. a divergenized unicorn. Um, and then there was a pretty long dry spell. I mean, I know I hate everyone's like, well, COVID. I mean, yes, of course, COVID. So that was, <laughs> there was a, that happened. that happened. There was a dry spell of, um, just not meeting anymore. Not, not having the chance or the experience or not even, and also getting clear about what I wanted. There was some heartbreak in there, blah, 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 moving on. So, um, in June of this year, after I got my vaccine and all of that, I decided that I was ready to go back out there on Tinder. I was ready to have, or whatever dating app, I was ready to have fun again. Um, I just really wanted to have a fun summer and decided I was going to really open myself up to, um, lots of different kinds of people. And, uh, I think I had also, I had spent a lot of time trying to find a relationship and I'm just over that. Not, not, it's like when you're looking, it's impossible to find. (laughs) So, um, yeah, I just started swiping on people that looked interesting to me. And I met a woman on a dating app, um, who from the start, you know, her, her bio said, um, that if you, if you voted for Trump, we won't have anything in common, but you'll really like my boyfriend. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. So I was, I was uh, a little nervous about that part, but um, decided to meet up with her, um, go on a date, just she and I, and it went really well. The first thing I asked her was, how do you, how do you deal with that? How do you deal with the fact that your boyfriend supports Trump and you do not? Her very deadpan, clear answer was, I'm smarter than him. Of course she is. (laughs) I was like, all right, okay, I'll give it a chance. I'll give both of you a chance. So after she and I met, decided, uh, they invited me to come to their home. Um, and, and so their home was an hour away. Right. Okay. Yeah. Not here, not in Portland. All right. Yeah. In, yes. In a, uh, bit more conservative area. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, so yeah. And I, Again, my experiences with them sexually were absolutely amazing. Like, uh, amazing. And she really, really showed me, taught me, um, helped me realize, believe that I am bisexual. I do like women. So up until that point, you were sort of questioning. I was questioning. Like, I, I wasn't sure. I wasn't even sure... I mean, I wasn't sure that I could be in a relationship with a woman, just a woman and meeting her. It made me feel like, oh, I could be in a relationship with her if it was just her. But too bad she's in a relationship with a Trump supporter. (laughs) Right. So (laughs) 
Um, yeah. And he's, it's a package deal. They live together for now, for now. Yeah. Um, and, but you know, she made me feel very sexy. I made her feel very sexy. Uh, we really connected, um, uh, intellectually as well. You know, I felt connected to her on all levels and I'll be, I mean, her, the boyfriend, he's a nice, he's like a nice guy, but he's, he's a guy's guy for sure. Um, he's very attractive, um, works out, you know, looks good. Um, did he work in bed? He, yes, he did. And, (laughs) and more than that is, I mean, he loved watching us together. Right. Did you like being watched? Didn't mind it. I mean, I didn't mind it. And she loved being very um, dominant. Mm. And I don't mind that at all. Yeah. Well, interesting. Yes. Hmm. She really enjoyed the strap on very much. So wait, have you? All right. Mm -hmm. Off topic, but not. The strap on in Mm -hmm. your experience has been as the receiver so far? Bo- both. I've done both, but mo- yeah, more so the receiver. Yes. Your preference is? Um, I mean, I like, I like both, but I would say, I guess I like being the receiver. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was great. So all was humming along. All was humming along. And then. And then. Um, and then I was there and she sort of jokingly said, Hey, Liberty, he doesn't think I'm bisexual. He, he was watching us. He was sitting at the foot of the bed on the dresser watching us. And she kind of was just joking, teasing. And she said, Hey, he doesn't think I'm bisexual. He thinks it's just a phase. And I like belly laughed out loud. I mean, there are t-shirts. Right. That mock that. And I said, dude, she is totally bisexual. She is definitely (laughs) bisexual. And he was so offended by this. I mean, scared of it, you know, that he left the room and never came back. He slept in the recliner. Ooh. Yeah. Um, And later, you know, he felt she had breached his trust by telling me that, telling me what he had said, even though it was said jokingly, he didn't think it was a joke. Um, he didn't like that, that she told me that. Um, but I also felt like let's, we gotta be real here and secure here in you have, just like you said earlier in, in their relationship. And so, they met in February of 2021. They moved in together in March of 2021. And I met them in June of 2021. So, so it was fast, very fast. And I think their relationship is still, it's, it's not, you know, it's not as strong as it could be or should be. To invite someone else in. I feel like that's something important to address Mm -hmm. as a unicorn in my experience. So I've had, I've had multiple unicorn experiences and I think one of the most important things for me 
if I'm looking at specifically unicorn experiences, I want a couple that's solid. Mm -hmm. Also, I don't fuck people who aren't really bisexual or queer. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I don't fuck women who aren't queer. That feels gross to me. There are women who will play with other women, kiss them, but who define themselves as heterosexual. Mm -hmm. I don't do that. Right. And I think that's kind of what you were running into is um, a male partner who thought, oh, this is for my pleasure. Right. Yes. And suddenly woke up and was like, oh, she might like pussy. Yeah. No, totally. He did not want us to be alone together. He did not want her to see me alone or us to play alone. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think I learned a lot from this experience. I, I mean, I, I genuinely really like her. Um, I like being with her. I would be with her again. Um, and it's too bad that their relationship isn't on more solid ground. Um, and honest. Yeah. Right. It has to be, um, and, and maybe she's still grappling with whether or not she really is bisexual. I mean, we all, it took me a while. It's sure. So sure. it takes, it does take a while. So again, really good sex. <laughs> Don't regret that part at all. Oh, they had a swing. Oh my gosh. A sex swing. Yes. Have you done the right, swing? No. no. What? Do you like it? Oh my gosh. It's amazing. You're like hanging from the ceiling your, so you put, it's like, um, Velcro, not Velcro, nylon straps. Okay. You put your legs through these straps. So they're around your thighs. So you're suspended. And then you put your arms in straps and then you're hanging and your, your legs are spread open and your waist height so Hmm. that the person can grab your hips and just like Fuck you standing up while they're, while you're swinging in the air back and forth. All right. So (laughs) is it gimmicky or amazing? No, no. Amazing. They use it all the time. I've, I've also. When you say they, that couple. That couple. Yes. With other, I've, yeah, I've received photos of them (laughs) with, you know, with her in it or with a friend in it. Yeah. I saw myself in it. Yeah. It's, it's really fun. Very fun. Bucket list. Yes. Definitely recommend it. It's good for all kinds of things. So I'm looking around my new studio. It's beautiful. Which, which Liberty has. Cheers. Cheers. I love renovating. <laughs> has the pleasure of being one of mm-hmm. the first people to record in. And I'm looking for where I could put a swing. Oh, yeah. Where? Right there. (laughs) In front of the TV. Yes. They have it in their exercise room. They try to put it away when their kids or um, the the house cleaner comes. Yeah. I mean, I guess it can be apparently used for like yoga or something. I don't know. Would you ever invite a unicorn into your situation? We'll be right back. 
Kick off the new year with a jaw-dropping 30% off of some of the hottest sex toys and my favorite, Gleam Lube, with code EXPLORERS30 when you shop thethruster.com. Known as the home of the incredible build-your-own thruster prime, thethruster.com is also partnered with lassiere.com, where you'll find gorgeous vibrating steel toys, and boutiquevoila.com, where you can grab a vibrating lipstick, a rubber ducky that gets lucky, or even get pounded by... Thor's hammer, literally, all for 30% off with code EXPLORERS30. Just head to thethruster.com where you'll find The Thruster, Lassier, and Boutique Voila and enjoy 30% off your site-wide purchases with code EXPLORERS30 at checkout. Cheers. Yes, I just don't have a jealous bone in my body. Really? No, I never have. I just... I mean, it doesn't mean I don't have, you know, do I ever wish I had something that someone else has? Of course, but I'm not, um, I don't feel insecure about my, I mean, don't get me wrong. I have plenty of insecurities, you guys, but like insecure in that way. Um, and it grows more and more. And I'm going to tell in my thirds, if I can share my third st- story, my third couple. Yes. I think it's one of the best examples and most beautiful about having no jealousy. And that is, yes. shall we go right into it? Let's do it. Okay. Um, I have a boyfriend now who has a wife who has a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> They've been open for two years um, on, I mean, they've tried it before years ago, just two years ago, reopened and we met also in June. So it's been like five months or so. And just it's, so this is my first time being, um, being in a relationship with someone where, um, we, you know, we invited or what, I don't know how to say it either. We invited his wife or they invited me. It's like, I kind of feel like it was, we invited his wife to join us because she's definitely not part of our relationship. She has her own relationship. Her relationship is monogamous with her boyfriend. I know that sounds weird, but, (laughs) um, like they don't date other people. Um, but occasionally she likes to be with a woman. Okay. More than anything, she likes to watch him be with another woman. Okay. So, um, after we'd been dating for three months or so, um, he said, uh, would you like to, you know, meet my wife and possibly get together? And from the very beginning, Um, he had like in his profile, he said ethically non-monogamous, you know, um, he never wanted any woman he dates to feel that his wife was part of the deal, like only if they're interested and she never wants to be made to feel that she's part of the deal. Right. So, um, she was interested in meeting me and, and kind of, we met at a, you know, at a restaurant bar so that if things went well, then we could move on to my house if she wanted to. And we both did. And then, um, and it was so interesting, all of it, that was all brand new for me. 
um, just me coming and meeting them where they're on opposite sides of the table. I sit down next to him. You know, he puts his arm around me. She had him text me ahead of the date to say, you know, tell Liberty to not be shy about being affectionate around you because I really like to watch. I like to see it. Um, so when I sat down, like he kissed me, put his arm around me, you know, we're on one side of the table, she's on the other. And I'm asking them about like how they met and I'm asking her about her boyfriend and I'm asking her how she fell in love with him. My, my person, her person, her husband, (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying not to say their names. Um, so yeah. And then we went in. Uh, many people have asked me, how drunk were you? Has uh, anyone asked you this huh. with threesomes? Mm, no. Because we weren't. me worried. Yeah, we weren't. Um, she's not drinking. He is the most disciplined person I've ever met and drinks like one drink over like two hours. He's just super slow. I'm like always way ahead of him. <laughs> yeah, so we were fairly sober and went back to my house and, um, it was the most beautiful, amazing experience. Um, I am new to polyamory. I'm new to ethical non-monogamy, but for those of you that aren't, you may know the word compersion. Yeah. Right. Have you talked about that on the podcast? Nope. Okay. Well, I think this experience was the perfect definition of compersion. Like what compersion is feeling feelings of um, joy and delight in someone else's uh, delight or pleasure or joy. And it's used in the polyamory community, um, but I think it can be applied to all form, all things in life, you know, work, family, whatever. Um, but I felt like I was a conduit of their love that night. I felt like there was so much love flowing through me from him through me to her. It was overwhelming. It was the most passionate, beautiful, amazing night. She told me ahead of time that she was probably going to watch more than participate. Um, she told me that she was shy, nervous. I was definitely the giver. (laughs) I was definitely the more, um, uh, directive person. I mean, he was a bit too, but, um, she really enjoyed watching us or just whatever I was willing to give to her. It's funny. We talked, we talked that night about squirting and she's never squirted. And yeah, I think she got to watch that happen for me. Um, yeah, we, it was, it was really fun. It was, I really loved it. All right. So what are the pros to being a unicorn for you? Getting, I mean, mean, well, really getting to live out my fantasies of being both, both a woman and a man. Yes boobs. I mean, you get boobs and you get penises. Amazing. Like two amazing things and pussies. pussies. Yes. Okay. I mean, yeah, I like that too. (laughs) 
I just <laughs> really like boobs. Um, yeah, soft and squishy. <laughs> Um, you get, um, new experiences. Right. And that's what life's all about. Right. And play. Like I read somewhere recently that sex is adult form of play. Like how, where else in our lives do we get to experiment with our senses? Because that's what children are doing when they play. Hey guys, if you're a couple out there and you're like, Hey, I want to listen to this to learn more. Here is your moment. Oh yeah. Do it right. First of all, pick up the motherfucking bill. Mm, good the unicorn one. never pays. No. Unicorns never pay. And also one of the things I've heard with, um, who was some, Oh, I'm sorry. My boyfriend recently suggested, what if we had a foursome with another woman he's dating, me and his wife? And and I laughed a bit because he said, I don't know. I mean, I don't want anyone to get bored. And I said, well, no one will get bored if everyone's participating. So here's the thing. I've heard of threesomes going bad when someone feels like they're not getting attention. Well, if you're not getting attention, it's because you're not doing it right. Or if you're with people who aren't queer. So think about right, that situation. Right. He is the male. Right. I, I assume yes, his he other is. partner. Right. Yeah. He has a so big, giant if, cock and it's amazing. <laughs> refer to Monster Cock's <laughs> episode. Also, as a wonderful as your monster cock is, my friend, mm-hmm. lesbians, queer women who don't have a cock can fuck the shit out of a woman. But I think the point is make sure in a group situation there are people there to... To pleasure each other. Right. So and if, they are going if to you participate. have four... Well, I'm getting excited Mm -hmm. here. Three heterosexual women fucking a heterosexual guy. You're going to have a problem. Yes. All right. So look, we're at that time. Okay. Got to sum it up. But here is what we haven't talked about. We have lots of stories, but for a couple that's looking for a unicorn, what are the do's? Um, Be clear. On your boundaries. Be clear on what you want. Be clear on your boundaries. Be clear with each other within your relationship before you go looking. Um, Don't. um, Don't be... Don't be unkind. Don't... um, Gosh, what are your don'ts? Couples don't. Oh, yeah. Don't trick me. Don't. Mm -hmm. uh, Oh, yeah. Don't don't, trick. Don't don't go on a date with me as a single if what you want is a couple. Just tell me. Right. That's that's very good. Um, Don't. Yeah. Don't freak out in the middle in front. If you're going to freak out, wait till I'm gone. That sounds good. If you're going to freak out and be like, oh, did you like her pussy better than mine or did you like whatever, whatever you're in? No, like, don't, I don't want to, I'm a unicorn. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know your reality. Yeah. I mean, and I think that that's where there's all different kinds of ways to approach it. And to, I feel like when you're clear and kind, confident, self-assured about 
what you want, um, then there won't be any of that. But if it, if that's even going to come up, then you shouldn't be doing it. Right. You should just keep it as a fantasy. I would say for unicorns, don'ts are if you have a preference for a gender, don't. <laughs> don't do it. Don't join right. a couple. Right. Be bi. If you're going to join a couple, treat them equally. Mm-hmm. For sure. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. I really yes. enjoyed um, telling story. I love storytelling. Uh, I like sharing my experiences. I hope it helps someone out there. Um, if you're thinking about it or yeah, wanting it to happen to either invite someone in or to be a unicorn yourself. And I'm sure there's men out there that want to be a unicorn and that's a whole nother topic. I mean, yes. we've mostly been talking about women, but I know there's men who want to be a unicorn as well. And if there aren't, what's wrong with you? I know. Um, yeah. And I'm going to plug my art now. Do it. So I'm an artist. You can find me in the summers at Portland Saturday Market. You can find me this holiday season every other weekend at the Eugene Holiday Market. How which do is, they find you? You find me on Instagram at spring underscore unfolding. Yeah. Um, and yeah, come see me, come shopping. I need it. <laughs> and if you have questions, comments, or a topic you'd like us to cover, reach out to me at info at sheexploreslife.com. Check out our social sites. We've got Instagram Facebook. and Facebook. Uh, Locker Room Talking Shots mm-hmm. on both. Where can we listen to more episodes? iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere. Awesome. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. So, okay. until next time. Until next time. Keep having sex and orgasms. Lots of them. Keep also, exploring. Threesomes. And threesomes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ring loop. Bring sexy back in 2024 with hot lingerie, sensual body products, and adventurous sex toys from lovehoney.com, all at a 15% discount with code EXPLORES15. Embrace your inner bombshell with their gorgeous bra and panty sets, baby dolls, and corsets. Then explore your desires with their line of toys that range from vanilla is my flavor to tie me up and call me good girl daddy. And don't forget to treat yourself to a massage candle or essential body oil, all for 15% off with code EXPLORES15 when you shop lovehoney.com. That's right, 15% off on lingerie, sex toys, and more when you shop lovehoney.com and use code EXPLORES15 at checkout. Cheers.